We talk now to our market analyst, Clive Ramatibela. Clive, good morning to you. Hello! Not good morning to you, uh, um, Pepe, and to the rest of the listeners as well. Hey, dear doctor, you should survive you, man. <laughs> you can't see. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> come on, man. It's just so very lucky escape. Lucky yeah, escape. very, very lucky escape indeed. There you have it, but yes. Asia's top private banks posted their first drop in assets under management. Yeah, we had a very tough and interesting one uh, early out this morning. And I mean, I was watching the news at the same time watching what's happening in the American politics. It's always exciting to see <laughs> Bernie Sanders win. I don't know if he'll be able to be alive by the time the elections actually get on the way. Anyway, uh, Asia's top banks uh, posted their first drop in assets under management. Um, this is because of relationship measures. And then the last three years of the original economic growth has slowed and mounting um, about regulatory pressure uh, forced them to reject some of their clients. What has happened is in previous years, um, we've seen the Asian banks, the private banks, doing relatively well. And when we talk about private banks, it's like a, a unique um, class of people and a unique class of companies that prefer to have private banking and they ha- prefer to have their things done privately uh, on that level. We know that there's some commercial banks that do try and, and, and create a, a, a shadow private bank. But in this particular case, this private bank has been strategically important in the growth of the Asian market, specifically in the Chinese market. And what has happened now is because pressure has been mounting uh, for them to actually uh, diversify some of their portfolios, diversify some of their, their pertinence, they have actually seen clients move to other private banks, and so they've been losing a lot of money. And they've actually failed because of the rates uh, not being as competitive. Uh, they've actually failed to continue uh, to contribute positively onto, the, onto their bottom line. So uh, total assets on about 20 biggest banks in Asia fell by 4.2% uh, to about 1.47 trillion uh, U.S. dollars last year. And the numbers of the relationship managers slipped as well from 1.2% to uh, 5,191. 5, According to an Asian private banker, this report shows that there is continued tension uh, within the private uh, banking sector and the commercialized banking sector. And that's why you see reputation when you see commercial banking actually penetrate using their own resources to start private banking within their own companies as well. So it's very, very interesting times. Emerging market stocks fell to a three-week low as the declines in Taiwan and China offset gains elsewhere in Asia amid higher oil prices. As we said yesterday, emerging markets. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you, don't want to, you don't want to be called emerging anymore, do you? you no, I mean, I, I, I thought we were, we were up there with, with the rest of the world. <laughs> So the market reopened yesterday in Taiwan after a two-day holiday with islands, the, the island equities and the currency playing uh, catch-up with the clients. Obviously, I call this Islamatama trying to catch up. It's very, very difficult when you come out of a holiday to try and swing things as quickly as possible for you to be competitive back, back into the competition again. So the Chinese trend, trend between uh, gains and losses after the benchmark in the close at a three-month high and the Taiwan uh, also, if you look at the companies that were mostly affected in Perpetua, they include your manufacturing companies, technology, and also in the industrial companies as well, which were hard hit. And so uh, if you look at why these things continue to be the same, it's because of the fact that 
emerging markets as a whole, they are under pressure. If you look at the index that we study, it's called the MSCI Emerging Market Index, which includes South Africa. South Africa's RAND and Malaysian Ringgit uh, yesterday, and the South African RAND did decline, and, and also the Ringgit also declined as well slightly, uh, selling uh, the, the pressure uh, at the very top. The, the dollar started to make some ground yesterday uh, following some positive data that came out of there in, in terms of the PPI. And so developing nation assets have retreated this month as the commodity prices continue to weaken. You've said it yourself, the Brent crude price as well, not necessarily steady. So that's what's creating all this commotion. And it's creating a little bit of uncertainty, unfortunately, within the emerging markets. You can be a darling today and tomorrow you are a nothing. I, you know, Pepe, so you know, you know. But finally, Clive, and quickly, Virgin yeah. America name, is it worth keeping it? Let me just put context to, to, to that heading. Um, you know, Virgin America has been sold to uh, Alaska Air Group, which is like a very old uh, airline. It's about 84 years of age. Um, and so when they, when they sold Virgin America to these guys, uh, Richard Branson mentioned the fact that they might actually enjoy the fact that they are called Virgin America, and that will actually make them uh, more money because the brand is powerful. You know, you know, we talk about brands. I mean, like for example, a brand like Ndosa Bantu. You know, <laughs> so the, the, the Virgin brand has created a very strong name for itself across the world. And so the question was, is Alaska Air going to keep the name, or are they going to drop it? and move on to something else, or continue using Alaska Air. I mean, when I say Alaska Air, I'm sure you also stretch your head and say, who, who is Alaska Air? But when I say Virgin America, you start to think Richard Branson, the brand. And that's how powerful brands are. That's what we do. That we understand that very, a lot of people are very brand loyal. So they bought the company for about 2.6 billion U.S. dollars. My goodness. The combined new company now will have about 7 billion U.S. dollars in annual sales. And so the question is, does the name Virgin stay or does it go to mm. be a virgin or not to be?